So the Dallas deal, two guys brought that to me because they needed more net worth on their resume for the lender. I had met them a few times at some real estate conferences. We hit it off. We, we felt good about each other. So they brought it to me and they'd already done a lot of the due diligence. So that was a pretty easy deal. I went and checked it out. I liked the numbers. I said, I'm in. I can raise some capital for the deal. So that was another piece of the pie if they needed. So I came in on the deal. We I can't remember the exact numbers. It was like $4 million, $4.5 million. I think we had to raise one. Point four million. It's close to one and a half million. So we raised the money. We uh, had our due diligence. It was going to go forward, and then the boiler caught on fire like two weeks before we were supposed to close on it. Oh man! Took out the boiler, which we were going to replace anyway because it was old, and the chiller, and then one or two apartment units got smoke damage. Nothing, nothing serious. It wasn't a really bad deal. So we went to the uh, sellers like you usually do, and we said, "Hey, just assign us the benefits, and we'll be happy to move forward and close this deal, and it'll be easy, and nothing will change." And then the sellers started getting kind of squirrely with us. First, they said, "Well, we." want to handle the insurance claim and we want to fix the problem, but you guys go ahead and buy it and then we'll fix the problem after you buy it. We're like, <laughs> that doesn't work for us. Yeah. So tell us really quickly, how do you go to the seller mid-contract and say like, hey, things have changed. Obviously, the boiler, the chiller all caught on fire, damage. How do you negotiate with the seller when you're in the midst of a contract like that? Well, we had attorneys. Yeah, yeah, attorneys sure. went back and forth. Then brokers started talking, you know, and they handled the, the we didn't directly communicate with the sellers, but it, we went to our, our mentoring group and said, hey, because several people had experienced this before. And that's the, that's the beauty of having a mentoring group and, and a group of investors and people, anything you're in that can you can rely on to give you some feedback. But this has happened before. And everybody's like, the deal's changed. There's a fire and and they just need to sign you the insurance benefits. You move forward the closing and then you you fix the problem and no big deal. But they weren't willing to do that. So we went back to them and, and so that was our preference. They wanted to fix the problem. Well, we learned later that they wanted to put an extra, they could fix the problem. They learn and put an extra hundred grand in their pocket. That's what they're, and it's a $4 million deal and they're trying to save a hundred grand. But so they weren't budging on that and we weren't comfortable letting them fix the problem after the fact because we were not in control. You have no guarantee that they're going to fix it to your standards or fix it at all, right? Exactly. So I think the other option was we'll fix it and you guys will just push the closing out for another 60 days or something. But we'd already had our investor money for 60 days and we, we yeah. didn't want to stretch our investors out any longer. So we went back and forth for almost six weeks. It just seemed to go on forever. And finally, we just had to say, we had a meeting with the partners and basically it was like, we've got to give our investors some money back. This is out of our control. We got to stop. And we went and visited the property too. And they had huge generators in the parking lot. Cause what happened is took out a lot of the, uh, the electricity in one or two of the buildings. People had to be put in hotels. Vacancy started dropping. They weren't maintained. These are out of state sellers. When we drove through there, the place was just a mess. And we talked to some residents and they were like, yeah, they're just giving rent away. You know, they're not making us pay this money. They were just doing anything to keep people in there. It it was just not a good deal. So we, we weren't going to get a good asset one way or the other. So we basically cut out on the deal. I personally paid my investors 6% on the money that I held during the time I had their money because I felt bad. Some of this was IRA money. Some of this was so paid my investors. And then after the due diligence cost and everything we had out, I think I lost 20 grand on my first deal. So yeah, <laughs> well, that's not too bad as to what it could have been. And uh, it yeah. sounds like it didn't prevent you from continuing on to the next deal. So 